0: Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and uh, I thought that I would come in and talk about black banks. Uh, Black banking is very important. The creation of black banks is uh, critical for our community. Black banking is the future. Uh, Access to capital is extremely important. And my homeboy, Killer Mike, Killer Mike out of Atlanta, a.k.a. Michael Render, has partnered with, uh, with Andrew Young and a guy named Ryan Glover from Bounce TV to create Greenwood, which is a fintech platform designed to help solve economic problems in the black community. So we're going to talk about that today on the Black Financial Channel. Uh, Hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and we're going to get started right now. Hey, what's going on, Black people? What's happening? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor. My goal is to use every ounce of my Ph.D. to elevate you and to help you to understand how economics works in this world so that we can solve the question of a generation, the challenge of a generation, which is the Black Wealth Challenge. The Black Wealth Challenge is basically one that says that there's a wealth gap. There's a racial wealth gap that exists in America, and this, uh, this racial wealth gap is one that nobody can solve. Uh, up in Congress, they've got trillions of dollars to work with, but for some reason, uh all these politicians don't even know how to use the word reparations. they get tongue tied they say, "Well, the right they they can't they can't say the word reparations they can't talk about doing nothing for black vote, but they always know your name when it's time to get your vote don't they they always do that, don't they well anyway uh also remember on this platform black first all the time we are all Black first. So, if you agree with that philosophy, if you believe in putting the black argument, put a hashtag B1. The hashtag we use is B1. Hashtag B1 in the chat if you agree uh, with the, that philosophy that black people should come first. Fred Anderson asks, Do you teach stock chart reading in your class? Uh, we talk about it, but we do more fundamental analysis. You, what you're talking about might be technical analysis. Uh, I'll talk more about that a little bit later. So, Killer Mike uh, is a guy who is uh, politically active, uh, he's a great rapper. Uh, You know, he's uh, he's he's he did a great song. One of my favorite songs of all time was a song he did with Ice Cube. Ice Cube is actually going to be on the platform next week. And I got to text Mike and invite Mike to come in so he can also talk about this Greenwood project that he has. Uh, and they had this great song called Put the Pressure on. Uh, anybody heard this song? Give me a yes or no. If you've heard that song, put the pressure on him, homie, put the pressure on them. It, it was one of the best songs I ever heard. I heard that song and that was how Mike and I became friends. And I told him, I said, that's a great song. And he told me to get his album. He said, it's a great album. I got his album. It was amazing. So Killer Mike became one of my favorite rappers and and one of my favorite people. Uh, And so anyway, um, I want to congratulate Mike and Andrew Young and Ryan Glover on the creation of this Greenwood FinTech platform. I think that that's a great idea. Uh, I think that that's what's what's needed for Black people. And what I want to do is provide some thoughts and perspectives on the way we can do this right. You know, and, uh, and this is not in any way designed to be critical at all of what they're doing. I mean, these guys are amazing and awesome for what they're seeking to do for the community. But I need to know if you, if it's going to be done right. And and and, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of break down some of these questions uh, for you on this quick uh, conversation on the Black Financial Channel. Do me a favor while I do this. I'm going to pull up another screen. Hit the thumbs up button right now. Please hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. All that good stuff. Uh, so that other people can check out these conversations. Make sure you hit the notification bell as well so that you get notified when we go live. So here, here's the deal. Um, I got a question. Here, here's the question I ask of anybody that does anything that's significant in the in the black community or trying to you know solve a problem in the black community. My question is, are you really trying to solve the problem or are you trying to look good while solving the problem? Are you really trying to get something done or are you just trying to look fly while you're doing it? Now, I I don't see these guys in that category at all. I I don't know Andrew Young. I don't know Ryan Glover. Ryan Glover created a Bounce TV. I don't know anything about Bounce TV. Um, I don't even, I don't watch TV. I ain't gonna lie, I don't. don't. Um, Andrew Young, he's a civil rights icon. God bless him. You know, it's, uh, you, you guys know we have our challenges with the civil rights movement in terms of asking what was really accomplished. Is integration really good for black people? What did we integrate into other than a melting you know, a cold melting pot or uh, a burning house or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what we integrated into. I'm I'm going to tell you the truth. Uh, The integration almost seemed like an occupation to me. It seemed like a colonization to me. Uh, I feel that we were imperialized through integration and it caused us to lose a lot of what we need. Like the reason that we're trying to get one black bank started or one or two or three black businesses or whatever it is, just a few more black institutions is because we had no institutions. We lost a lot of our businesses. We lost a lot of our banks. We we had more land. We owned more land and more assets hundred years ago than we own now. So it's it's kind of a funny thing. You know, it's it makes you wonder, you know, if this integration ideology is 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 nothing more than a, a fancy trap. You know, like rappers love to rap about being in the trap. And we talked about that when we talked about Gucci Mane versus Jeezy. And I said we love to rap about being in the trap, but there's a lot of educated folks that are in the trap. A lot of Negroes with MDs and, and JDs and MBAs and PhDs and BAs and BSs who are in the trap. Uh, student loans are part of the trap. Working for a white man until you grow old and die with no assets, that's part of the trap. Thinking that you li- need to live in a white neighborhood in order to feel better about yourself, well, that's part of the trap. You know, white media is part of the trap sending your children to be educated by, by teachers who don't love them, that that's part of the trap, right? So the question is, how do you get out of the trap? And how do you fix this for the community? Well, um, well this Greenwood project seems like it has some potential. I'm, I'm really impressed by it. And um, I've actually got this Bloomberg article in front of me uh, where they actually talk a little bit about it. And from what I've gathered, it is a, a fintech platform where I believe they want to do digital banking uh, that allows all of us to have accounts with this uh, with This platform, FDIC insured, uh, they've raised about three million dollars. They're, they're going to try to raise 20 million, which I hope that they do. I hope they wa- raise a billion. You know, um, uh, they're they're they're, they're they've got a solid idea, and, and the idea is very basic. It is well, this is a bank where you can deposit money and they will make loans, uh, hopefully to black people. Now, the big question I have though is when I was reading the article. I heard Andrew Young kind of doing a lot of that integration talk, that civil rights talk, where he would say, you know, black and brown people and women, right? Minorities and women. right? And and, and basically what happens is that, and this is the trap we got caught in when it came to how, um, the, you know, how so, much, so many of the civil rights that were designed for us got watered down, got destroyed, is because we started having to share the pie with everybody. They, they fed you the lie that somehow an immigrant coming from a country south of the border is just like you. When If you go south of the border, you'll learn quickly that Hispanic people can be as racist as white people. In fact, they can be more racist. So, so how are you going to tell me that a white person from Mexico or Colombia is the same as a black person in America? They wasn't enslaved in America. They don't identify with our plight. That's not my ally. They ain't gonna march for me. They ain't gonna share th- that those billions of Telemundo dollars that they got <laughs> that they got in their community. They ain't offering none of that to me. I can't I can't go get jobs in, in their neighborhood. I can't put a business up in their hood and and sell products to their people. You know, and so so I think that you know one of the first requests I would make on this, and I, and I believe that people will understand what I'm saying, and and, I ho- and and I and I hope I can say it without it sounding like I am in any way being critical of of this ideology, but red flags went off in my brain when I started hearing minority and women and people of color and diversity and just these terms. Now, now not that they they didn't use all these terms in that article, but that's what I got. I got that sense. And it's mostly coming from Andrew Young. Now I get it though, he's OG, right? He's from the civil rights era. Uh, His ideology is different from mine. Uh, Much respect must be shown to what he tried to do but much truth and honesty must be revealed in terms of talking about what they did not do. Right. I, they, they did not, in my opinion, put the black community in a stronger position than we were before. Uh, We did get a little closer to white people. It helps our self-esteem because we are white supremacists and we believe that they're better than us, but it did not put us in a position of true power economically, politically, or otherwise. So so with that said, uh, let's keep going. Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button uh, if you haven't done it yet. And don't forget, today's the last day. You can sign up at a 72 percent discount for the Black Wealth Bootcamp. We start on January 7th. It's very, very popular. Uh, everybody loves it. And uh, it's all about anybody that wants to be have economic independence from the corporate plantation. That's what that program is about. It's six weeks and some a masterclass. It's really good. And you get lifetime membership. And it doesn't cost that much. So feel free to go to blackwealthbootcamp.com. It's great for the whole family. Now, with that being said, here's the deal um, with, with with this, right? Um, if you're doing something that is for black people, then please make it for black people. Don't make it for minorities. Don't make it for people of color. Don't make it for... Now, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what's going to happen, though. Here's, this is the problem with integration when they take this idea and they take it to the the white corporations, first thing they're going to say is, well, you need to include, um, you know, all these other groups, handicapped people, uh, immigrants, um, you know, humpbacks, uh, people with, 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 with four toes on each foot instead of five, you know, uh, people who uh, grew up in a poor neighborhood, um, anybody who's bowlegged, right. They, they, they have you thrown in all these extra groups. And then next thing you know, after all the cards are shuffled and all the games are played and all the chess pieces are moved around, somehow black people end up losing. And then the problem doesn't get solved. Right? A few people get really rich, but the problem doesn't solve, get solved. Somebody gets an NAACP award, but the problem doesn't, does not get solved. Negroes get jobs up in the White House, but the problem never gets solved see, because here's the thing. Those who are in the black elite and and I'm not even talking about any of these three guys. I don't I I know, Mike, but we're not best buddies. Um, I don't know Andrew Young. I do not know Ryan Glover. I have tremendous respect for what they're doing with this Greenwood project. I think their heart is in the right place. But the problem is that these assets may not be in the right place. This approach may not be in the right place. Uh, because what you're doing is when, when you're getting more and more connected and integrated into the system, the system swallows you up. It is a white supremacist system that eventually morphs you into what it wants you to be. It is like uh, anybody who watches Star Trek would know about the cyborgs. The cyborgs just suck you in and they share the same brain and they turn you into what they are. You don't become they don't become what you want them to be. You become what they want you to be. So, the big white supremacist cyborg, the big white, big system of white supremacy, it doesn't really like change. You know, Negroes that go in talking about, I'm going to change the system from the inside out, they don't change nothing. They don't change nothing. They don't change nothing. They either fit in or get spit out. That's it. They don't really change nothing. So, I gave up on trying to change white supremacy. I actually believe in creating alternative systems. And, And this is not. New. This is not a radical idea. This is not different. Uh, The the Mormons did this. When when, when Brigham Young uh, got tired of the way the system was treating Mormon people, he grabbed his people. He said, let's get on some cover wagons. Let's go out west and let's look for the Great Salt Lake. And this was not for the faint of heart. He didn't take everybody because everybody wasn't ready. He took a few families that were ready to to ride or die for what they believed in, ready to build something new, ready to go out here and, and put it on the line. And a third of those families died on the way The Great Salt Lake, and they went out west looking for the Great Salt Lake. And of of two thirds of the original 250 families that left, uh, survived that trip. And when they got there, there was nothing, they had to build everything from the ground up. There wasn't no jobs, there wasn't no McDonald's to go eat at, there wasn't no BET on on the television set, there wasn't no uh, excuse there wasn't no public school system. They had to build it all. And a hundred or so, 200 years later. Salt Lake City is one of the wealthiest cities on the planet, all because Brigham Young and his posse decided to get in some covered wagons and go out west and create an alternative system looking for the Great Salt Lake. So when we talk about this movement, we talk about Black people leaving the system and creating their own. We're not really talking about everybody being in a position to do this. Some people are scared. Some people are not committed. Some people don't, they're not real clear about their Blackness. Some people don't know who they are. You know, and some people like the system. Some people want to stick around. Some people feel that white supremacy, while it may not be, you know, you may treat get treated like crap. At least you know what you're going to get. Right. Um, so so not everybody's ready to create something new. But there are those of us out here who are. and And I think that the creation of alternative systems is the best way for most black folks to actually achieve real power, as opposed to trying to change a system that's already kind of stuck in its ways. But God bless those who are trying to work within the system. I wish you the best. Maybe when you get inside, you'll find something that I never knew about. Because here's the deal, right? So they're creating this Greenwood uh, project, which I support completely. I, I will open an account. You know, I will speak favorably of them. I, I I look forward to having Killer Mike or or even Andrew Young or Ryan Glover onto the platform to talk about Greenwood Bank so they can get more customers. My God, I mean, I'm so proud of them for what they're doing. I think it's tremendous. But I do have a fear. I have a concern that this, like all the other projects, end up becoming, you know, swallowed up in all that diversity nonsense and all this whole, you know, any anybody who's not a white man can get on board. Anybody who's not a white American male born in Kansas or something can get on board with this and claim, you know, to be a minority. And next thing you know, black people get pushed to the bottom of the bus or the back of the bus, the back of the bus and the bottom of the engine. That's what they do with you. So, give me a yes or no if you know what I'm talking about. I hope that you get what I'm saying, uh, and I don't want to ramble on this, so I'm going to continue. I'm going to go ahead and and, and um and, and close this out here. Uh, so, so, so here's the deal. Uh, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. And uh, there's the, the URL for the Black Wealth boot camp if you want to go take a look. Uh, today's the last day for the discount. So, but you're welcome to join us. We start classes on uh, January 7th, you have a lifetime membership, and there's a recording of the previous two boot camps if you want to get started right now. So it and, and they were great, like people loved it, like you're gonna love it. And there's a money-back guarantee if you don't, but you're gonna love it. So so here's the thing. Look, I I, I don't I, I become really skeptical when anybody talks about something that's supposed to be black, and then you start talking about a bunch of people who ain't black. Um, the, the reality is that when you talk about something like slavery, slavery was a very specific system. It was specifically designed to specifically steal wealth, specifically from black people and specifically enslave us specifically for our entire lives. They did not enslave people of color. They did not enslave women. They did not enslave the native Americans. They didn't enslave, uh, all the people who are not white males. They didn't, they didn't enslave gay and tra- transgender people. They enslaved black people. They specifically did that to us. And and the fact that people don't have the political will to be specifically Black in terms of the things that we create to solve the racial wealth problem is exactly why I know the racial wealth gap issue is never going to be solved by individuals that are doing whatever people are here doing right now. Like It's not going to be solved because because literally you're trying to go kill a water buffalo with a butter knife. like You're, you're literally trying to... Um, you're literally trying to build the World Trade Center with a $20 budget. Like, like you're you're literally trying to uh you're, you're literally trying to drink the entire ocean with uh with a uh with a teaspoon. Like it's not gonna work. It is not gonna work. You have a big problem and you're coming at it with tiny amounts of effort. Think about this, process this. You have two politicians, you just elected Kamala Harris and Joe Biden neither of whom, including Barack Obama, when he was in the White House, have ever said the word reparations in public. None of these people, to my knowledge, has ever even said the word reparations in public. How in the hell can you ignore a $15 trillion debt that is owed to your number one constituency and then expect that they're going to support you in every election and expect that there are not going to be people like myself and Ice Cube who are going to say no? This ain't right. You owe something to these people, right? In, in fact, if they were to acknowledge even one one thousandth of what they owe, that right there would be enough to make the Greenwood uh, the Greenwood banking platform one of the biggest platforms in the country. It, they, it, they can literally. This bank should not be out here trying to raise three, four, five million dollars to get started. They should instantly from the Biden administration receive half a billion dollars of support to build their bank up for the masses like they should instantly be able to raise two, three, four, five hundred million dollars and have a real legit bank. There are mediocre white banks, mediocre white banks you'll never hear about that have half a billion dollars, a billion dollars, one point five billion dollars in assets. And you got black banking platforms that are trying to solve this massive elephant sized problem with the racial wealth gap with million in funding. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Do you really think we can solve a multi-trillion dollar problem with $3 million in funding? So this is not the fault of the people that are creating this platform. I'm saying that these individuals should get more support for what they're doing, but also it should be very specific. So let me give some specific. Let me be a little more specific here so that I don't end up talking everywhere because a lot of thoughts go through my brain. And I usually only say about one percent of everything I'm thinking, but I'm going to break it down like this. Look, I went on a run when I was in Atlanta. My grandma, my beloved grandmother, Felicia, who taught me about wealth for the first time in my life. I talk about my grandmother all the time uh, because that's how I keep her alive. That's how I know that she's always with me when I talk about wealth, because without my grandmother, I never would have learned anything about economics and my grandmother's buried in West Atlanta, right? Where killer Mike is at, right? Killer Mike's down in Atlanta. I love Atlanta. I got a lot of friends in Atlanta. If you, if you're from Atlanta, shout yourself out. Cause I know you, you, I got some Atlanta folks listening right now and me and my my fiance went for a run through West Atlanta to find my grandmother's grave. I, I looked up on Google where her grave site was and, um, and uh, I looked at the map and I said, OK, and I said, you know, baby, we run down this street and that street and go about six miles. We can actually go to my grandmother's grave. So I went running to West Atlanta to go to my grandmother's grave. And let me tell you what I saw. So here uh, just a few days earlier, I heard Keisha Lance Bottoms, the mayor of Atlanta, say something when she's trying to get black people to stop protesting or something. I don't know what she was trying to do. She says, um, Killer Mike and T.I. own half of Atlanta. Uh, and, and, and y'all up here tearing down stuff that's owned by you know people that look like you, which I don't think that's true. I bet if you look at who actually owns the billion dollar assets of Atlanta, the hundred million dollar buildings, I don't know. I'm not trying to be presumptuous here, but I doubt T.I. and Killer Mike own any of the hundred million dollar buildings in Atlanta. Uh, but then again, that's neither here nor there. So I heard this, right? And so I'm running through West Atlanta, check it out, and I'm seeing, let me tell you what I'm seeing. I am seeing nothing but economic devastation everywhere I go. I am seeing apartment complexes with uh, busted windows, boarded up uh, front doors, um, torn down, and these are places that people are living. Pe- these weren't abandoned buildings; these were people were living in these apartment buildings. I I'm seeing. Uh, I saw a grocery store that was completely shut down, but there were some black men sitting in front of the grocery store. Uh, with nothing to do, didn't have no jobs or nothing. And then the only people I saw that had jobs were like white construction workers who clearly didn't live there, but they'd come down there for a construction project. So everybody's making money in the hood, but the black people are not making money in the hood. So I'm running past uh, a, a group of able-bodied young black men sitting on the corner with nothing to do. And I see a bunch of white men in their neighborhood making all the money. And then I, I went, I, I saw a church, a big, beautiful church in the middle of, of all the devastation, this church looked like the most magnificent building that you've ever seen. And then I saw, uh, a, I went to a corner store to get a drink, and the corner store was being run by an Arab, right? And I remember thinking to myself, I said, who's responsible for this section of West Atlanta? Who's responsible for revitalizing this area? Who's responsible for getting the hundreds of millions of dollars into a Greenwood bank? so that they can make the loans necessary to go in and revitalize this section of the community. Who, who's not doing this? Who fell asleep on the job? That's what I wanted to know. Because, because so, let, let me ask you this. Let me just ask right here in this group. Let me ask you right here in this group. If you had each, each of you had a million dollars in funding a million dollar bank loan to go to West Atlanta and help revitalize that community by a building fix it up and flip it, whatever the case may be. How many of you will sign up for the project? I'm recruiting developers. I'm recruiting real estate folks. I'm recruiting investors. I'm recruiting people who want to learn what to do. How many of you volunteer right now if they were to make you know a couple hundred million dollars available in funding to lend to the people in this live stream right now where each of us could get a million dollars and go down to West Atlanta, that place where I saw busted windows, boarded up front doors torn down everything, missing grocery store that looked like it was a great grocery store, but now it looks like garbage. How many of you would go down there with me if we had a million each to go and invest in some property and fix that property up? I see a lot of yeses. I see from Timothy, Kimberly, Frankie, Javelin, uh, Jay Wright. Right. So you've got you've got the human capital to get it done. You've got the will. People have the will to get it done. What people don't have is they don't have the funding. That is what is missing. And and I don't really care if you tell me that black lives matter. I don't really care if you paint black lives matter on the street. You do that, you're just messing up the damn street. I don't care if you talk to me about all these other social issues if you're not handling the economic issues, which are the cause of the damn social issues. The social issues exist because you're not handling the economic issues. Social inequality is an artifact of economic inequality, which comes out from which which is directly connected to racial inequality. So the vast majority of racial inequality comes from economic inequality because y'all don't want to share the damn money. Y'all don't want to provide the resources. Y'all don't want to provide the funding. We got black businesses out here trying to make it by on a sh- shoestring and a piece of macaroni. And you, can't, and you loan in mediocre white businesses $10 million so they can go out and fail. That little white girl, there is an HBO special right now on a little white girl. I forgot the name of her company. If somebody knows it, please tell me. But she's a science girl. And she she dropped out of Stanford and created a fake science, a fake bioengineering company. I kid you not. This company is completely fake, a complete fraud. She wasn't doing any of the work that she claimed to be doing. They gave her like two or $300 million to do nothing. This mediocre white girl, 20-something years old, was able to go raise hundreds of millions of dollars. Her company hit a billion-dollar valuation, and she was literally doing nothing. It's Theranos. thanos, thank you. you thank you very much. Theranos, the T-H-A-R-O. I can, but it's, it's a fascinating story. So you got all kinds of money, and I'm really talking to the Kamala Harris's, you know, who think they can get black votes by wearing a pair of Timberlands, or the Joe Bidens who think they can incarcerate hundreds of thousands of black men and still get the respect of black men. We ain't no supes. We are not gonna support you if you ain't supporting us. You trying to kill us? Well, we we might. You lucky we ain't trying to take you out. Seriously, seriously, you you lucky we got a we, that we're not we're not as vengeful as you would be if people did that to you. Right. So so I'm, I'm talking to those people who are demanding black votes and telling us that you don't vote for me. You ain't black. Well you, well, you can you can kiss my whole entire ass with that one. Uh, I'm talking to all those people who are running around giving black people symbolism when black people want money. We want money now. You know, and so when I talk to, if I talk to an Andrew Young and God bless him, I mean, the civil rights movement, I don't understand it completely. I ain't gonna lie. It doesn't add up to me. I think it was co-opted. I think that it was created by somebody else. It was the original Black Lives Matter movement to a point where it was created by somebody else to appear to be run by us. I don't really feel that it, it was designed to give us what we want. But but then again, I think Andrew Young gets that. So I don't know. I'm not going to even mention him in that category because I want to show respect to the man. But I'm saying right now, people have gotten intelligent. People are hip to the game. People ain't stupid no more. You got a whole bunch of soldiers up here listening right now who read Powernomics. Dr. Claude Anderson broke the whole game down for everybody. And now you're dealing with a whole different generation of people that are expecting different things. So, if you, again, if you are talking about what Greenwood Bank, and, and and not that Greenwood is supposed to solve all the world's problems, and i completely support greenwood and i think that what killer mike and andrew young and and ryan glover are doing is absolutely wonderful but i think that black businesses when you talk about really supporting black businesses or supporting black folks that want to go buy a home i think black businesses should get billions of dollars in financing and it should be mandated and then those businesses should also be mandated to specifically create thousands of jobs in the black community so you you have a government program where you make you know Uh, several hundred million dollars available to a good bank. You tell Greenwood Bank, you must specifically loan this money to businesses being run by foundational Black Americans. You tell those businesses that you must specifically create thousands of jobs or as many jobs as you can for as many foundational Black Americans as you can so that the hood truly gets the ability to take care of itself. Also, it should be as easy to get a home loan as it is to get a student loan. I shouldn't have to uh go to college and in a situation where I'm gonna have to borrow a hundred thousand dollars to get a piece of paper from a white man that gives me the authorization to go work for another white man. No, I want to be able to borrow that hundred thousand dollars so I can get my damn business off the ground so I don't have to work for da- nobody. I don't have to work for no white man, nobody. Right? So, so again, the, the fundamental question, this is a question I end you with. Are we trying to really solve the problem? Or are we trying to just look good while pretending to solve the problem? I think the killer Mike and and his crew. I know Mike decently well. Not we're not best buddies, but I do know the brother. I think I, I see him a man of substance. We we don't agree on everything politically, but he's very intelligent. He's a, he's a man of integrity. Uh, he's always been a good human being. And I have tremendous respect for him. But I, I also remember when Killer Mike and Ice Cube made one of my favorite songs of all time, and the song was called "Put the Pressure on," him. and Basically, when you talk about putting the pressure on them, put the pressure on them, homie, put the pressure on them. It's a great song. You should check it out. The question is this. uh, How are we going to put the pressure on them? Not on Killer Mike so much, but I'm talking about on the politicians that control the resources. How are we going to put the pressure on them to let them know that, look, if you if the word reparations can't come out your mouth, then guess what? I won't have time to come vote for you on Election Day. If you can't even make your lips move to say the word reparations, then. That's like you cussing out my grandmother. I'm not going to support you. You are not my friend. You are not my ally because these individuals have all the money that we need to do pretty much anything that we want to do. If they instantly wrote that check, cut the check like they're supposed to. If they cut the check for black folks the way they cut the check for failing businesses during the pandemic. In case you all don't know, uh, in the pandemic, there are a lot of what they call zombie companies out here. Companies run by folks that were able to get billions of dollars that didn't even deserve the funding. I'm talking about failing businesses that got billions of dollars so that they could survive during the pandemic. Black businesses got completely skipped over. So, what I'm telling you, Black people, in my opinion, is that if you want to make politics real simple, focus on the money. Don't focus on whether or not they're going to let your eight year old child get gender reassignment surgery. No, focus on the money. Don't focus on whether or not they're carrying around signs that say Black Lives Matter or they put that on the window. No, no. Focus on the money. Don't focus on whether or not they tell you that they're going to help you protect you from COVID. No, you can protect yourself. Just just wear your mask, stay in the house and uh, and make sure you sanitize whenever you talk to people. Uh, focus on the money. Do you get what I'm saying? Everybody type the word money in the hashtag or in, in, the, in the chat. Everybody type the word money. Go Focus on the money. So if you focus on the money, then we can go to them. And if we like Greenwood and we like what they're doing, then Greenwood should not be scrapping to get three, four, five, ten, twenty million 10, 20 million dollars. Greenwood should have a billion in the bank and that billion should be directly and specifically aimed to black people. Foundational black Americans, not immigrants. Foundational black Americans, not people of color. Foundational black Americans, not 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 women's groups. Foundational black Americans, not LG. T foundational black americans not 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 anybody who's not a white man foundational black americans you do that then you are engaging a specific problem with a specific solution you will get a specific result I know how to solve problems. I'm a mathematician. That is my training. And one thing I know is that you can't solve a specific math problem if you are using a general theory to attract attract everything. You can't do that. You You can't take a general approach to solve a specific problem. And the racial wealth gap is a very specific issue. Do you understand? Are we on the same page? Give me a yes in the chat if you get what I'm saying. Okay, guys. So hit the thumbs up button. Hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit the notification so you'll be notified when we go live on the Black Financial Channel. Uh, Reminder, also, you can text the word BOYCE to 31996 if you want to be notified when I go live. I'll send you a notification maybe a couple times a week. uh, Text BOYCE to 31996. Last but not least, today's the last day to get 72% off the Black Wealth Bootcamp. It's really good. Uh, if you're not completely 100% happy, we'll give you money back. But you sign up. You have a lifetime membership. It's a six-week program. We start January 7th. But the recordings of the previous two boot camps are right there so you and your family can get started right now today. And I guarantee it will change your life. I, I have no doubt about that. So feel free to go take a look. If you're interested, go to blackwealthbootcamp.com. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, kill a mic. Uh, uh, Ryan Glover and Andrew Young congratulations on your initiative I hope Greenwood is enormously successful I am going to be a supporter I'm going to be a customer of that bank 100% completely and also uh, if anyone want to come on and talk about what you're doing at Greenwood you are certainly welcome to do that I want to make sure that it's 100% clear right, guys have a good day love take care peace